Hello and welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. On today's episode, we are talking about learning through creating. A few weeks ago, Rebecca posed the question on Facebook, uh, what has your art practice taught you? Are there things you've learned as an artist that help you with other aspects of life? There are a lot of responses that were deep, insightful, and passionate. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about this topic and uh, some of what the artist said who responded to the question. With me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello, everyone. Uh, I was very interested in this question. I think it's something many of us are aware of on some level, but maybe haven't really put conscious thought onto it. what does your art mean for you just as a person, just living your life? Um, what, how does what you do in the studio maybe help you be a better person or, or lead a more fulfilling life? And it seems like whenever we post a question on Facebook, we get a lot of good responses, whether it's, you know, what car to buy or whatever, which is really nice. People, people want to be part of this and want to weigh in on stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, if if listeners have any uh, you know things that they want us to talk about on the podcast, please go onto the the Messy Studio Facebook page. Um, the the pinned uh, post there is just asking people for suggestions, uh, what you guys want to hear on the podcast. Uh, so feel free to to leave a comment there. Yeah, and absolutely, I uh, with this particular question, some of the responses you know, or when we go through this today you may think, oh, I'd kind of like to hear more about that, you know, so that we'd like to know if there's something here that makes makes you think of something we should go into in more depth, because uh, they're really, you know, like you said in the intro, the there was a lot of um, pretty interesting, insightful comments. And I, uh, I realized, you know, even in asking the question that it's hard to make this separation for, for most of us. It's hard to separate out what we do as artists from the rest of our life we it's very much integrated um so uh but i but i thought well it's a good thing to shine a little light on this and i also found it so uplifting to read these answers because it just points out how deeply we as artists feel about what we do and how central it is to our lives and um there was just something kind of moving about the whole thing there were a lot of responses. I think it was over 50 of them. And they they ranged from things that were somewhat concrete, like um, their studio practices helped them learn how to see and see what's around them and to look more closely at things. And then there were others uh, that were quite spiritual or soulful. Um, one artist said... Uh, she said, I learn about my soul and how to give it authenticity by creating. <laughs> well, that is pretty central, you know, and, and that one was kind of beautiful. A lot of them also had to do with, with self-esteem or a sense of accomplishment or learning to see things through, learning to um, follow up on their ideas and that this could carry over into the rest of life. Yeah, I think that creating in general is a is a huge um, emotional boost for people, and what, whatever you're creating, uh, and and even if it's not art, even if it's just cooking a meal for your family, mm-hmm. uh, creating things really helps to build us emotionally. Right. It it sort of lets out who we are inside, and and especially when we can share it in some way, 
uh, through our art or anything, that's um, that connection is is really important. I think the the root of the question really is um, considering who you are when you make your art and can you and do you access in that person in your daily life? And, and it's not always a direct connection. I mean, um, I think it's a big challenge, actually. I do think there's a sort of an organic change over time, but I often feel we're the best people when we're making our art. <laughs> and you may forget things like the kind of patience you learn in the studio or the kind of um, overcoming of challenges that you learn in the studio to actually have that come into your life as the way you deal with other sorts of problems. It's really interesting to kind of consider how much of a connection is there. Have you changed over time? You know, if you've been making art for a long time, do you feel that over time you've become more patient, for example? And it may be hard to see that. Um, but after all, what you do in the studio is part of your life, and there's, there should be, there must be some some carryover, I think. Um, so these are big issues. And I mean, what, what we learn from our art practice is ongoing uh, in the sense that we're not always learning it all in one big chunk, right? Like, ah, uh, two steps forward, one step back, you know? And so seeing that in your life can also be a matter of, you know, it's not, okay, I learned that, now I'm going to do that. It's, I mean, I feel like I learned some things over and over, and I forget them in the meantime, in the studio and in life. And that's all just, that's just being human. Right. And I mean, that's why repetition is important, because it establishes good habits, and it it helps us to um, really establish that that uh, mental space. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it's important to create all the time. Well, Yeah. And and to and that's why we harp on certain things over and over and over again <laughs> on this podcast. I guess we kind of do, <laughs> but we're not going to stop, are we? No, of course not. <laughs> so i I wanted to answer the question first for myself, um, uh, because I thought, well, if I'm asking other people, what what about me? And I think I do think the biggest thing for my own personality and making art for now. Uh, between 30 and 40 years of being out there making art and putting it out there and being very serious about it, it's made me more optimistic about life in general and more trusting uh, because I personality-wise have a little bit of a tendency to towards pessimism or negativity. Um, but I can really see the growth in this over the years. And I really think it is because of that cycle over and over again of being in the studio, trying something, having it fail maybe, but then trying again, keeping at it and seeing that it comes out well. And it's not just in the studio, but in art business and my art life as well, because opportunities have opened up and over the years, things have gotten very good and so much better. Whereas in the beginning, I would have felt pessimistic about the whole thing. I could not have imagined how it would turn out. And so that that connection really has been very positive for me. And it's helped me be overall, I think, a more positive person. So that's part of it. And the the other thing I just think about the whole process of making art as part of my life is that um, it is how I process everything. So there's this this always this loop going on of taking things in and then having it come out through my work. And this sense of integration 
is very it's very satisfying on a deep level it's a feeling like i'm living my life in a way that's full in a way that's self-reflective and meaningful and so i think that carries over into everything so that's kind of how it's been i guess if i had to say two things it's that growing sense of optimism and the feeling of deep satisfaction in in all areas of life Right. And, and if you're not living a truly authentic life, then you're not going to be happy. Um, and for so many of us, creating is part of being who we really are. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you're trying to force yourself into being something other than that, um, it's, you're never going to be happy. Yeah. And, and one of the things I know from talking to people is that the more they become involved in their work and their artwork, the more they see it as important and the less they're willing to put up with stuff in their life that isn't that. And they start to filter and weed things out and point their life in a more authentic direction. Um, and I think that came through in, in several of the responses too, is that this self-knowledge and this um, kind of sense of who you are, you you learn that through your work and then you can bring it to, to other areas of your life. There, there were a lot of people that... Um, said things that kind of related to a sense of happiness, a sense of purpose. Um, and one person said it kind of put a bounce in her step when she's worked through something that was difficult and suddenly life seems pretty good, you know. <laughs> it's that I can do it uh, and I have proven to myself I can do it and over and over. And that's that's really important to your own self-esteem. Yeah. And just just sticking with something, you know, if when you're having a hard time with a, a piece that you're working on and just being able able to develop that skill of just sticking with something long enough for it to pan out. Um, you know, it's very easy to get discouraged um, by a few roadblocks early on uh, in, in anything that you're doing. And if you don't have that that skill to just keep on pushing through uh then you'll kind of end up in a spiral where you know you're giving up on something too early and then you're on to the next thing you give on up on that too mm. early and you never hit that point where where things kind of break through yeah and as somebody even mentioned it was a way to silence that inner critic right because she has proven to herself that critic can be wrong and so that critic can speak to you in other parts of your life as well and say, well, you're really not very good at relationships or you're really not very good at whatever it is. And if you have something to fall back on in your, in your studio, actually I showed that critic what was what, you know, and it can help carry over that just kind of self-confidence and um, ability to persevere. Um, and, a number of people mentioned they've learned to trust their intuition. Pretty big thing, I would say. Um, it stems out of knowing who you are and what you want and what's what's right for me now, what's right at the moment. Many people work really intuitively in their studios and they become comfortable with that. And they don't always second guess themselves when they're painting or doing whatever it is they do. And they're, they're moving in a, a way that's in tune with uh, maybe a higher part of themselves or a, a, a part of themselves that has this authority. And so, yeah, I think that also I can definitely see how that's carried into my own life. And I think a lot of people were feeling that 
uh, when they responded to the question as well. Yeah, and uh, and I, I guess I I might say that for my my own things that I've taken from the creative process, um, I think that uh, uh, creating artwork requires a high degree of emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and and in knowing yourself and in understanding your connection with other people and their feelings um and i i think that uh that this is kind of an underrated skill set in other areas of life um there's kind of obvious ones like relationships and things like that um but maybe one that people don't think of very much is like in starting a business or in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, most people have kind of negative feelings toward sales interactions and um, they don't think of themselves as being good salespeople. But my experience with artists is that actually they're incredibly good salespeople. Um, most of the, the sales interactions that we have negative relationships associated with are like bad sales tactics you know it's like hard sales (laughs) and stuff like that and you know just people being pushy and yeah um and really like that emotional connection with another human being is crucial to a sales process or or building a business that works you know that, that creates a product that customers really want and really appreciate and so you know in my kind of moving more into the business side of things um, you know, those are skills that I brought with me from the creative process that have been, you know, really advantageous for me in that environment mm-hmm. um, is just being able to connect with people and yeah. and being able to understand the world through their eyes on some level. Yeah. And, and communication is definitely something we're trying to do with our work. And we're always really happy if somebody gets it, you know, right. whether they get it with a checkbook or they just get it with their brain, you know, it's, it's, and, and often one leads to the other. It's, um, that connection, uh, feeling that through your art. And then that does carry over in other ways. As you say, into a business, I, I would expect that most people that are comfortable in the studio and knowing what their art is about and knowing who they are, are a little more comfortable with the the business side of things than if you're not, you know. And that is something you learn over time. Um, I mean, one one of our responders even said, uh, uh, "I always wondered who would buy my art," and that that he's learned. Well, people do, you know. Right. It's like that is very confidence building, and that has come about uh, just through practice, just through painting. Well, and it's like what's personal is universal is another thing that we we harp on all the time on this podcast Mm -hmm. and and you know if you're creating things that are personal for you it's probably something that somebody else can connect with yeah yeah um it 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 really gets back to that self-knowledge and um authenticity what's your true voice you learn that in the studio and hopefully you can also be a little more authentic in in the rest of life um another thing uh people several people mentioned was that they have learned to be comfortable in solitude and to spend time alone and i would extrapolate from that i guess to uh to dedicate that alone time that studio time to say uh yes art is part of my life and i do want my time in the studio and that's a big part of who i am and so that's uh that can be a hard thing to learn. And that that's kind of a concrete one. You know when you're doing it because you realize you're saying to people, uh, that's my studio time. And and you're working through that when either people understand or maybe they don't, but you're 
you know, you can you can track that one pretty well. Right, right. <laughs> and you know when you're doing it. Um, I, I am kind of also interested in the, I guess I would categorize the spiritual things, not in a religious sense, but um, in the sense of things that have to do with your with your true inner self and with your connections with other people. Um, one person connected it with her meditation practice and yoga and said it was all had the same feeling, I think, for her, the same kind of continuity. Yeah, getting into the flow. Right. Um, several people mentioned how um, the necessity when you're in the studio to be very present with your work. You're you're absolutely in the moment because you're making moment-to-moment decisions about your work and that maybe it's helping in the rest of life to, to be as present as possible when you're in nature or when you're talking with somebody. It's a skill that I guess in the, in the realm of what you were saying, like emotional skills to be present with other people is something a lot of people are working on and need to work on. Instead of always the mind is wandering or it's always coming back to self, but to get beyond that ego and just be present and just let it be. What is it? Um, Also kind of valuing the journey, valuing the process as much as the end product, which is part of being present, right? So those kind of things are, uh, you know, they're kind of beautiful awareness skills that and understandings that are Come, often coming out of working in the studio, and they can they can be enhanced by that. I think, um, and the the uh, idea of humility. Um, one of our artists wrote uh, humility around the idea of when things don't go according to plan and when things just happen. But you say, okay, I'm I'm letting go. And um, she said, humility around that idea is maybe the biggest art life bridge for me be open to surprise and delight (laughs) you know it's that's just a lovely idea i think um a number of people talked about the whole process of making art is about letting go you let go of all kinds of things while you're doing it because maybe you discover something else works better maybe you get a new idea and you let go of the art itself when it goes out into the world you let go of all kinds of things in your past life as an artist that aren't serving you. And if you can bridge that whole ability to not grasp at things in the rest of life, it's it's quite healthy, I would say. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, there's a lot of sort of lessons that people learn. I mean, uh, being willing to try and fail is a big one. Taking risks, um, valuing what you've learned the hard way, you know, what you've learned through trial and error and um, problem solving, how to overcome obstacles. Somebody said it, it's taught her to think laterally, that there are always ways to get around, to solve problems, to deal with obstacles. And so kind of rather than confronting something head on, maybe you go a little sideways and see what are, what are the other possible uh, solutions. Yeah, out of the box thinking. Exactly. That's that's what we practice all the time. And I have to think it has an effect on personality and interactions with people um, and just, yeah, just general problem solving. Maybe we don't freak out quite as much when things happen because we solve, we solve problems all day, every day, <laughs> creative problems, which are tough, you know, and there's no right and wrong. 
So it's a very mind expanding practice, I would say. Um, and and I, I, I do want to say a little bit more too about the way that, and I know this is true for me, the way that I work in the studio, you know, the visual aspect of it, the constant visual evaluation of what's happening and the conceptual evaluation of what's happening. I know sometimes when I'm I'm leaving the studio, or this happens to me too when I'm viewing another person's work and I've looked closely at what they're doing and I go out into the world again and I leave the house or the studio and all of a sudden it's affecting how I see things. Right, it, it's right. really it's really cool. And I see it also in the in the photography I do as kind of a sideline. And I know I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but people will look at photos I do and say, Oh, this is gonna lead to a painting, right? And it's always, no, the painting led to the photograph. Painting has taught me a different way of seeing. And it's coming into the way I'm looking through my camera. Right. And, and you know, it's funny. I think that, like, every skill is like that. You know, if you if you do audio production, you know, then when you listen to music or you listen to another podcast, you're like, yeah. oh, I see what they did there. Oh, they missed that. They could have uh -huh. done that better. Um, and you know, the same thing with, uh, you know, producing video. If you produce video, then you look at mm -hmm. TV shows and movies. And, oh, okay. I can see kind of how they did that, that effect right there. And, yeah. and same thing with art too. I mean, and, and when you're, uh, developing these skills and then you look at somebody with uh, somebody else's art with a creator's eye, mm -hmm. you know, it changes how you view other people's artwork and it changes, uh, you can see maybe where they saw their inspiration or something as you're walking yeah. around. Yeah, and, and that's that's something nobody mentioned, but I I can really see that, and I think it helps you interpersonally, uh, at least with other artists, but it could happen with other things people do. All of a sudden, you can kind of get inside their head and see their process and relate to them in a different way. And... If you if you give somebody the attention and time and let them talk about what they're doing, and again, it could be anything, whatever people are passionate about, and you see this unfolding in such similar ways to what happens in the studio, and it's 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 a very interesting kind of um, interpersonal growth, I would say, to be able to do that. Well, do you have any final thoughts to wrap up this episode of the Messy Studio? Um. Yeah, I guess first I want to thank people for responding to the question and, and appreciate that, you know, throwing something out there gets people really sit and think and they some people wrote a lot and or other people would just say something very pithy, you know, <laughs> uh, makes me think there's a lot behind it, you know, that there's, this is a big question. Um, it really showed me just the passion that people have and how much of a part of art is our our is in our our greater life um and i i also think there was such a sense of gratitude whether it was expressed explicitly or whether it just came through because people are so happy about being artists you know this gratitude for doing being able to do what we do and having it be such a positive force in our lives yeah, and, and I think that, you know, if you look at everything that that it's added to your life, it makes it that much more important to share it with other people, mm -hmm. um, to share your work with other people, your process, um, to maybe teach a, a younger person something. But, right. You know, get, just 
give them some finger paints, you know, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. you get these kids started on, on, you know, creating early. Um, and, uh, it can, it can have a, no matter what they do with their life, it yeah. can have a very positive effect on it. I, I agree. Create early and often, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and as much as you can, if, if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, you know, I, I want to spend time at art, but I just don't do it. And I know we have listeners like this. Um, maybe this is a little, a little push, like you're going to get more out of it than just some nice paintings, you know? Right, right. <laughs> it, it's very life enhancing. Yeah. Even if you're not a career artist, um, yeah. you know, just taking that time to, to do some of this stuff, it can really enhance your life. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. You can find The Messy Studio on Facebook, as well as public profiles for both Rebecca Kroll and myself, Ross Tickner. Please make sure to check out squeegeepress.com as well as www.rebeccacroll.com and sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, or Stitcher and leave us a rating and a review. Remember to share the show with friends and family and anyone who you think will enjoy it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. In the meantime, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody.